on the circle of life for career, that was the thing that was really affecting everything else in my ultimate ability to be well. It's about just finding balance. Like, so how does your job, your career fit into the balance of your values and into the balance of your life? This is the Well To You Podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Welcome to today's episode of the Well To You podcast. We are currently in the Summer Snippet series, and we are talking all things IIN Circle of Life. And today's spoke on the Circle of Life or the Wheel of Life is career. And Caitlin has lots to say about career. So, Caitlin, are you ready? I am. I could talk forever about career. This is something that has played a huge role in my journey and also where I do a lot of mentoring for others in general, other women, but just everybody. Because I have experienced a very varied career path and I'm only 38. So I always thought I was going to be a lawyer. I started my undergrad thinking I was going to be a lawyer. Then I started communications classes and I loved it. But out of college, I went into nonprofits. And so that was like a whole experience, just like being the everything for a business. When you're working nonprofits, you wear many, many hats. But then I decided I wanted to go back to school and school led me to the Bay Area of California. And while I was getting my master's degree, I started working for a very large high-tech company up here in the Silicon Valley. And I became obsessed, addicted. I don't know what the best word for the dysfunction I had with my career was, but I was really, really, really good at what I did. And so I started doing communications in high-tech in the Silicon Valley, that's kind of where you land, high tech. And I made more money than I had ever made before in my life. I was making bonuses and stock and getting like just just so many accolades and promotions. And like I said, I became addicted to this career growth and learning from my peers and really wanting to be the first, the best, the youngest, the this, the that. And there was just so much pressure, so much pressure to do these amazing things with my career. And I did. I felt so much weight placed on me. I also didn't realize that I'm a projector in a world of manifesting generators and generators and that my ability to keep up with the churn of other people was not realistic. But 
everyone always said to me, oh my God, you're just, you're such a superhuman. You're, you're a superwoman. And I really identified with that. And it was like, what more can I do? What more projects can I take on? Give me the hardest project. Da, da, da. It didn't matter that I never saw my husband. My health was failing, but I was growing in my career and I was making more money in my career. And I got another bonus or another stock option or all this. And I never took the time to ask myself, do I love this? Does this fill me up? It didn't fill me up. It was draining me. It literally was draining me. I also would turn a blind eye to some of the things that were imbalanced as far as, you know, I had a boss one time that I was promised their role. And then two weeks later, they came in as my boss. And this particular man basically made me do all of his work for him and then took credit for it. And told me I couldn't come to the meetings that the content that I did or the work that I did was being presented at. And I remember that was when my questioning started like, hmm, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? And I started to kind of wake up a little bit and I changed jobs. I went to a whole different company, but my eyes were kind of opened to what's the reasoning for all of this? But I still put in all these hours and, you know, tried, tried, tried. But I was like a little more in tune to what's the purpose of all of this. And then my health really got bad. This is post-cancer. So at the other places when I had cancer and then this new job is post-cancer, but then my health was still really failing. And even more so, my eyes were opened to this. Like, what is the reason for all of this? I remember at this second place that I was at for about two years, 18 months or something like that, it was when I was down to like 82 pounds. I was seeing my naturopath, but I just wasn't getting any better. My hormones were all out of whack. My hair was falling out. And then I had my miscarriage and my, that really, that like wave of already my, my emotions and my hormones being out of whack, plus going through this trauma of a miscarriage that then sends everything out of whack, that put me into a mental breakdown. And we've talked about this in past episodes. I literally had a full on mental breakdown. And my husband was like, if you don't leave your job, then I'm going to leave you. And it was just like a whole bunch of stuff that like all of a sudden I realized, wow, all of this that I've been hustling for is me putting my energy in all the wrong places. Mm. And when I left that job, well, I went on medical leave and they were so quick to like swoop in and replace me. And I realized not only have I been pouring my energy into something that's not aligned with my ultimate goals and my soul, I am so replaceable and they don't care about my health. They don't care about mm -hmm. me. They don't care about me. They don't care about any of us, really. I mean, I had great bosses at a certain point, but the, the uber view of it all in that career that I was in was toxic. It was draining. And I was great at what I did. So that was really hard because I was good at what I did. And I actually did like the work that I did. 
but the whole view of it was not the right match. And I left my career mm -hmm. to be a stay-at-home mom, which also didn't work. So that was when I became a Pilates instructor. But one of the reasons that I chose the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to do my health coaching was because of this circle of life. And ultimately what it came down to in my personal experience was my experience that I could change all the food on my plate. I had three years of trying to change my diet and take all the supplements and my health continued to get worse. And my health continued to get worse because my spoke on the circle of life for career, not only was it like towards the center, it was messy. It was bad. I mean, that was the thing that was really affecting everything else in my ultimate ability to be well. And when I changed my career and put myself on a path of finding something that I truly wanted to do that doesn't feel like work every day. And for me, in my case, I like to be able to work for myself. I like to say whether I succeed or fail is 100% on, on me and not a boss or a budget or the macroeconomic environment. I really like that. I know that that's not the reality for a lot of people, that they can just leave their careers. Mm -hmm. And I am blessed that I had that option. But I personally believe that so much of our unwellness lies in stress. And so much of our stress can go to our career or our lack of a career or, you know, because as a Pilates instructor now and a business owner, that's a new career. But it, my old career was not in line with my values, my energy, my passions, my focus, my goals. But I made it become my identity, my old career. And so when I left that career, I lost my identity. And that was another journey in and of itself because people were like, oh, introduce yourself. I was like, oh, I'm Caitlin. I work at this place and this is my job title. They weren't like, I wasn't asking where you work and what your job title is. They wanted you to introduce yourself, you, who are you? But I was my job and I am learning and I had to learn that you are not your job <laughs> and there are ways to make money, do the things that you love, have a fulfilling career that are not draining of you and don't take away from your overall health and wellness. So that's my long story about career. <laughs> I think the idea that I hear in what you're saying and my own career, and I maybe want to say that with quotes, has been, you know, for a long time, just sort of a series of different jobs that all involve my passion, but none were like a big, big job, right? Like always sort of like piecemealing things together. <laughs> but I think really the overarching idea of this is that Caitlin had from the outside the job that you would look at and be like, oh, wow, she's got an amazing career. She's got it all together. And it wasn't working for her. Right. Mm -hmm. And 
So I think it's really about finding what is going to light your fire. What is going to make you happy? What is going to make you want to go to work on Monday or Tuesday or whatever day starts your week, right? I remember a period of time with my husband because he does just the way his career has been. He tends to change companies often. And I can remember a few times where I knew it was time to change because I could see from like Sunday morning to Sunday night, I could see like the breakdown of his (laughs) happiness. You know what I mean? Because he was dreading going to work on Monday. And so when I think of career and this spoke, I don't think that it matters what the job is or what you get paid. I mean, obviously, it all always matters what you get paid in the sense of we all need to afford life, right? But I don't think that's what decides how your dot goes on the circle of life, mm-hmm. right? I think that it's about what makes you feel good and mm-hmm. what makes you feel fulfilled. And if, you know, working a side job somewhere makes you feel fulfilled and works for your family's finances or your finances, but maybe isn't the the job that you feel like everyone else is going to look at and be like, oh, wow, they have the career, but you're happy. That's Mm -hmm. what matters, right? It's about just finding balance. Like, so how does your job, your career fit into the balance of your values Mm -hmm. and into the balance of your life? Yeah. And when it's not aligning, that's where we get the poor health and the Mm -hmm. unhappiness. Yeah. I think my other piece of advice to our listeners, based off of my own experience and the experience of what I've seen in others, is it's never too late to change your career. Mm -hmm. My husband has a degree in horticulture and economics. He (laughs) worked for years Mm -hmm. as a branch manager at a landscaping company. And now he's a law enforcement officer. He hated working at that landscaping company and he wanted to do something different. Even within the law enforcement role that he's in now, he has done many different things within that and explored new opportunities. Sometimes they're great for him. Sometimes they're not so great for him. So even when they're not so great for him, it's like, okay, well, can we change that? No. What can we change in other parts of your environment that, you know, make that a little bit easier for you? I think that I've worked with many other people. I have so many people reach out to me saying, like, you're such an inspiration that you just left your high tech career. I want to do the same. And so I've done a lot of coaching where I'm like, you don't necessarily have to leave that. But there are so many people that I've worked with that have left or like or they've left a teaching career to become an entrepreneur or left a teaching career to go to high tech. I think the thing is, is that it's never too late. Like you're not stuck. Mm -hmm. My high tech marketing career was 15 plus years. Mm hmm. I still go back sometimes and do contract projects because I still like the work, Mm -hmm. but I have a whole other business now too. The thing is, is that we are never stuck, but I do want to make a point about that is that the conversation that I feel like we are having right now about career and options and doing something that lights your soul on fire. There is a lot of privilege behind that. Because there are so many people Mm -hmm. that just have to work 
Agreed. to pay bills. And so I recognize that this position that I am in, that I get to make those decisions and coach people on that and the people I am coaching around that, there is a lot of privilege in that. And I recognize that. I mean, no, it's not the reality for a lot of people. So what I want to say about that is for those people that might not have that option to just up and leave their career or change things, ask yourself, and this goes back to our past episodes where we have said, and I think you said it's episode six where we have your friend about personal values. Rant was episode six. Yeah, your personal values. I think that if you don't have the option to change your career, I think that it is important to understand your personal values, how or if your career does align to those. And if you can't change your career fully, can you change some of the things about what you do to make that a little bit better? Maybe it is changing your hours potentially. Or, you know, working hours in the day that you feel like you have higher energy. Is it maybe taking on a side project within that that allows you to explore your creativity? Is it maybe if you could cutting back your hours? Maybe it's not completely leaving the the job and maybe it's cutting back your hours and in those additional hours, adding in the little side hustle. That's what I was going to say. Yes. That's what I've been telling my husband. It's okay that like his career at the moment is not the thing, like the particular job that he's in. He's great at it. He's so, so good at it. But it's it just doesn't, it doesn't like light his soul up the way that it used to because law enforcement, let's be honest, is a really tough thing to be in. But he loves to do woodworking. So I am trying to get him to start an Etsy shop where we sell his wood projects. So I'd like to say when I started my Pilates business, I turned a room into my house and all I had was mats. And Mm -hmm. I started to teach private sessions or duets doing only mat. Mm -hmm. And then when I earned enough money to buy a reformer, I bought a reformer and I started teaching reformer privates. And then when I earned more money, I bought a chair. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be 100%. It doesn't have to be this 180 turn. It can be this slow thing that develops. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's where the difference in our experiences is really powerful for our listeners because I did do the extreme. I just said, I'm done. And I walked away from this very lucrative, very successful career that I spent a lot of money in my education. I mean, I always look, I like think, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a double bachelor's and a double master's. And now I'm not using any of those. I mean, I kind of am like as an entrepreneur, but I literally paid off my bachelor's degree loan the day I left corporate for good. Isn't that just Mm -hmm. an ironic turn of events? Yeah. So like I'm the extreme version. Sue is the build it slowly version. My husband is the, he can't leave his career because we're really relying on his retirement, but finding opportunities to make other aspects of his career enjoyable, and other aspects of his life 
more enjoyable, that it balances out those things. I've been helping him to think about, you know, the things he does enjoy about his career, even on the hard days. And I think that that's, you know, a a good place to maybe leave our listeners with is that you're never fully stuck and your career does have a huge impact on your overall wellness in your circle of life. But there are so many ways that you can make it work for you to bring you happiness and not to drain you. And going back to your personal values of what really lights up your soul, I think is a really important thing to do to make your career work for you. Absolutely. It sounds like we need to have a book club at the Well To You podcast <laughs> using Brant's book, The Black Sheep. Yeah. So that'll maybe that'll come in September. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at Well To You Podcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at Conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin and me Sue at Opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.